Welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium in training. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we go on our paranormal investigations, ghost hunting trips, and crossing over earthbound spirits along the way. This is Ghosties. And we're here. And hello. <laughs> Today is Friday, October 1st. Yes. The first day of spooky season. Woo! Pull out yes. all your Halloween decorations. That's it's right. happening. That's right. Jackson has this little um, haunted mansion Mickey calendar that Shannon got him. That's like a countdown to Halloween, so i got to pull it out. Ooh, yeah. that'll be cool. He changes the blocks every day, and he's got... I pull out all my fall stuff, but now I really have to pull out my Halloween or I'll miss out. Yeah. If I wait too long. So today is the day. Oof. I, let's see. I think I pulled, pulled my uh, Halloween decorations out like September the 1st. <laughs> That's okay. I'm super early putting them That's up okay. always. Yeah. It took me a lot to get my fall decorations out this year. Just things. You got two littles running Ugh. around now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Bouncing one right now. I know. That's all right. So, today is Go Share. Yes. Might have to give you this one. Okay. So I can read. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Come here, Logie Bears. Come meet. Here's some toy for him to mess oh, with. Oh, goodness. Okay. okay. Go Share. I got some pretty good stories this time. I'm going to go from, like, smallest to longest, I think. Okay. Um. Yeah. So... Thank you for everyone that allowed me to share their stories. Yes, thank you. This is um, a little one from Jackie. And Jackie says, when my mom died, I was devastated. I never knew why I wasn't good enough for her love. And I cried all the time. After two months, I woke up and I smelled her perfume. I went and made my coffee and sat at my kitchen table crying. I said out loud, why mom? Why couldn't you love me? Just then our answering machine came on and it was my mom's voice. I have like all the goosebumps right now. It says, honey, sorry I missed you. I love you. You will always be my little girl. I jumped up and ran to the phone, the answering machine and rewound the tape, but I couldn't find the voice again. Our answering machine has never worked since. Oh. How crazy. I've heard a similar story as that where like people have had really difficult relationships with their family and then this guy uh, couldn't get along with his dad and he had a near death experience and saw his dad and his dad said, I'm sorry that we never got along in life, but we're okay now. Oh. Yeah. So it's like all the BS like disappears once you go. Well, here's another one along those lines. Okay. <clears throat> this is from Ray Ray. <laughs> Thank Ooh. you, Ray Ray. It says, after my daddy passed in June of 2013, the day after he was laid to rest, my mom came home to a message on her answering machine. Strangely, it was in Latin, so she took it to our priest for help. Oh. It ended up saying something about him being okay and he's safe. There's no pain. He loves us, etc. It was the most amazing thing ever. It's so awesome that he came through like that. Aww. Yeah. I love that. Let me tell you, if Kenneth came through in a voice in an answer machine... That would be so precious. I would die. That would be so precious. I know. Ugh. Thank you, Ray Ray. Yeah. Okay. The next one is from Edward. 
It says, this is an event I will speak of that happened when I was 22 and I'm 58 now. My best friend was killed by a drunk driver that was speeding as he's crossed the road. He was put on life support and his family were kind enough to ask me to be at the hospital. I was there when they turned the life support off. About six to eight weeks later, I was asleep and I could hear him trying to wake me up. Oh my gosh. As I woke, I felt myself floating up and towards him. He said he couldn't stay long, but wanted me to know he was all right. As he spoke, we floated out of my room onto the landing. Mm -hmm. I said to him that there was beer in the refrigerator and asked if he would like one with me. And he laughed and swore at me, telling me I can't effing drink right now (laughs) and that I'm dead. And he laughed. Then he said to me it was four o'clock and he should go as I needed my sleep. Suddenly I woke back up in bed and the clock said 4 a.m. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, it's crazy. I love that. All right. Everybody. Yes. <laughs> the next one that I'm going to talk about is from, I don't know if the name is Shania, but mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying it right. So thank you, Shania. She says, I was at a large event with some friends and they used a church for the venue. It was full of people. My seat was at the back of the church by the entrance and there was a table with two people handing out the itinerary. In between them was a little blonde girl wearing a full black dress and the only reason she stood out to me was because I loved her little dress. (laughs) Logan. (laughs) Everyone was dressed up but nothing more than semi-formal. It looked like something out of the 40s. It was full length with delicate lacing details and tons of layers. I passed her on my way to the front, because, and because it was a mostly adult event, I thought maybe she was the daughter of one of the people handing out the pamphlets. We're waiting for the event to start, and I'm in my seat looking around, talking to the people beside me, but I kept being drawn to this little girl. Every time I glanced over, our eyes met, so eventually I smiled and waved to her, and she waved back. We get to the end of the night, and I pass the little girl on the way out, and she nods and smiles, and I leave. My friends and I are standing outside the vehicle talking about the event, and I bring up the little girl. Mm -hmm. I went on about her dress in full detail and how I thought it must have been hard to stand at the back the whole time so well behaved for the entire event. My friends looked at each other really confused, and then their words haunt me to this day. They said, Shania, there wasn't a little girl at the back of the church, just two people handing out the pamphlets. Oh, my god! I got goosebumps all over. In case you heard Ugh. Logan instead of Missy, there was no little girl at the back of the church. There was no little girl. So wow. the little girl in the black lace dress was not really there. Interesting. Her spirit was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you yeah. imagine? Yeah. I mean, to see them Definitely. so vividly. It's crazy because, like, you know, a lot of people, I mean, I can't really see spirits. I, if I see something, it's in, like, my mind's eye. Mm-hmm. So to actually see an actual, like, person standing there Mm -hmm. that is wild to me that's why it gets hard at a certain point for certain types of mediums because at least for me like stuff will start to blend together and i don't know if they're real or if they're a spirit and so it's that's why it's super important to stay grounded as much as you can well why do they like why is it like you'll just see like the outline of someone and then others you see like full-fledged like I think it's, from what the guys have said, it's all according to what they know how to do. Okay. And if they have the energy to do it. Okay. To expend, at least. Okay. Do you want your mama? Is that why you look in the journal like that? (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Shania. That was a good one. 
Thanks. All right. I'm going to do the next one. There is no way I will be able to pronounce this name, and I should have asked okay. this person. Um, I'm going to call them AB because that's the initials, and I mean it's it's a name. I may have to. I'm going to walk okay. a little ways. <laughs> I just want you to be able to hear this. She's having to walk Logan in the next room. Okay. I was then 39 and working with a mining company in India. I didn't get a chance to type this one up, so bear with me while I tried to read this because it's um, on uh, message. I was sent to a Himalayan state on a seven-day training. On the concluding day, I had to return back by bus, then catch another bus after that a flight to get back home. The first bus journey went okay, and the next bus journey would start at 10 in the night. I had my tickets for it. Meanwhile, at the bus point, there was just one huge restaurant where I waited. It was winter, cold and foggy outside. When the bus came at 10 p.m., I got up to board it, but the helper guy in the bus told me, seeing the ticket, sorry, this isn't your bus. I was confused. I argued the number of the bus was the same as that on the ticket, to which he said, um, computers can fail. Sorry, this isn't your bus. There is no seat left. I deboarded and came back to the restaurant. However, I observed all the passengers of the bus who were buying stuff from the restaurant having coffee or a smoke. After five minutes, they all went to the bus and it left. Everything fell silent again. Seeing me still there, the restaurant manager came up and asked what was going on and I told him everything to which he said, oh, strange, but how is it possible? Did that helper guy tell you this isn't your bus because there are no more buses down this route? Like, this was the only bus, none other. I sat hopelessly. Finally, he said his friend has a bus service down the route, but he only runs twice a week. He'll call him to see if this bus is running today. If so, you know, I could go to his bus. Standing there, he called him on his cell phone and said to me, you're lucky he has his bus coming tonight. It'll come at 1 in the morning. You can stay here until then. My restaurant's open 24 hours. I had three hours of waiting. A waiter, young... A young fellow would often come and ask, do you need tea, coffee, water? Once or twice I asked him for a cigarette to beat the cold. He sat beside me and said, sir, at nighttime this place isn't okay. Do you see that forest nearby? Dead bodies are found there. Get away fast. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is a long one, so bear with me. It's good though. Um, I looked at him and asked, are you hinting at something? Is your manager okay? And he smiled and said, nothing wrong with this restaurant or its manager. But he's a great guy, but this whole place isn't okay. It's just very, very wrong. Then he left, saying, when the bus comes at 1, I will escort you to it since it'll come on the other side. And it was a four-way lane highway. And I said, am I a kid? I can cross over. And he said, again, sir, it's not about you crossing the highway. You don't know this place. You're new here. We know every inch of it. Finally, the bus came at one, and as the boy held my hand and took me to the other side, he said, go safely, just get in the bus, and fall asleep. Good night. Oh, my gosh. The bus was dark, and as I got up, I heard people snoring, and the helper guy took me to a seat and showed me the way with his torchlight, and it was dark inside. I settled in, and within 15 minutes, I was already dead asleep. The next morning, when I opened my eyes, it was approximately 7 in the morning, and everything was clear. I looked around and saw that my bus was about to reach the place where I was to get down to go to the airport to catch my flight, but then I got the real shock of my life. In broad daylight, all the passengers in the bus were the same as those which had gone without taking me. I'm still confused. All of them were the same, not a single more, not a single less. That is some glitch in the matrix. Yeah. Right there. Oh my god. I'm getting all the goosebumps today. That is crazy.
I read that and I was like, I have to share it. That's insane. It's not even like a ghost thing. It's like... Yeah, like that's some glitch in the Matrix stuff. Yeah. Wow. And it's funny, the guy was like, when you get on there, just go to sleep. Yeah. What is going on? And that was in India, I think he said? I was going to say, where was this place? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wow. That's a great story. It was. Uh Thank you. Yes. Okay, we have one more. Now, this comes from Jason, who is the guy that I showed you the videos last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we need to discuss a little bit about that. So, he'll be expecting some expert advice from you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... I found this in a group that I'm in on Facebook, and that's what sparked my interest. And then he reached out and sent me a couple videos. So here's a few different occurrences that have happened in his house. They're all really weird. He can't explain them. One of them, he says, My wife told me one morning when she woke up, she saw me standing there, and she was trying to talk to me, but I was just looking at her, and then I walked off. I was at work at the time of this and had been for an hour already. Mm Mm-hmm. Another time, um, he said they had a ceiling fan and the motor was shot on it to where it wouldn't work. The switch to it didn't work. Nothing. And all of a sudden, one night, it started going full blast. And the switch on the wall was off. Oh, my gosh. Uh Uh-huh. There was another instance. And he said he was laying in bed. And his son's crib was right next to the bed. And he kind of had his arm laying over on the crib. And all of a sudden, the crib itself moved a foot towards the bed without him doing anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there was another time when he said he was laying in bed. And he could hear footsteps inside the attic kind of walking around. And all of a sudden, it started running like down the hall to his kid's room, back and forth. And it went on for hours. Oh, my. Just running in the attic. I would have, I don't know. I couldn't have sat there and listened to it for hours. I don't know what I would have done, but yeah. (laughs) Lastly, he says, I told our oldest son to take out the trash one day. I walked into the living room to see him running into his room, and I was upset because he ignored what I told him to do. Mm -hmm. So I went to his room to yell at him. He then comes walking in from outside just having finished what I told him to do. So whatever he saw was not his son. So he said we could share the videos. I can't really share them on here and it would be hard to hear, but he's got two, like it's like camera set up in his house. This apparently was in the middle of the night when they were sleeping. Mm -hmm. He says when you can, when you listen to the camera, it's like a growl and voices or voices afterwards. Okay. At first, it sounded like something moving to me, but he says it's actually like it sounds like a growl and then a voice after it. I didn't see anything move on the videos. I looked at them a couple times, mm-hmm. um, but he's had other things he's posted in that group of random things happening in his house. Okay. Said he's interested in blessing the house because, you know, he doesn't seem, I mean, I don't know if he's scared of it. But he definitely knows something is in there, and it's something that needs to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts when you saw those videos? In terms of what I felt, or in terms of what he needs to do? Um, both. Here, I'll take Logan, and you can come back towards the microphone. Because I don't want to miss out on what you're saying, because he needs to hear this. What you, I would say what you saw and felt, and then what your advice would be. It's hard to... 
be certain just from watching videos. Um, so I will preface that by saying that. Um, and I would feel probably more comfortable making a decision as to what's causing those things by having more of a conversation with him and then seeing the house. Let me also add that he said somebody in that group said there's a hellhound in there. I don't know anything don't, about that. I don't I don't think so, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh-uh. Um, I didn't get a bad feeling um, from the house. Uh, I think that the house needs a good cleansing. Um, like he says, it felt kind of busy. Um, like there's probably a couple of different presences in there. Um, and you said maybe some elemental energy? Yeah. Can you explain that to him a little bit? So elemental energy basically doesn't have an intelligence. It's more, it just chases a vibration um, that it aligns with. So for example, like one of the big questions that I ask people um, who are having home hauntings is uh, what's going on in your personal life right now? What's going on in your life in general? Is there any sort of chaos, turmoil? Do you have young children or a teenager, especially a teenager? He obviously has kids. Yeah. I don't um, know how old. You but. know, what, what ages are your kids? Um, because teenagers can bring about this type of activity. Boy, my boys better never. <laughs> uh-uh. It's just a lot of energy, you know, to be circ- circulating around when kids are going through puberty and, you know, all that good stuff. But elemental energy... Uh, chases a vibration that it aligns with um it doesn't have an intelligence uh, or a consciousness um i kind of think of them as trying to think of a good analogy for an elemental basically like if you want to think about it like this it's like kind of like a magnet hitting its opposing pole um how they kind of just link really quickly together like that um but if you try and push the same poles together at the same time it'll push away That's the kind of analogy that it reminds me of with elementals. If you aren't a vibrational match for them, it's just going to repel them and push them away. Um, But say your whole family's been really ill for a period of time, or say there's been some stuff going on in the family uh, that's added a lot of stress and tension to the family dynamic. All of those things can lower the collective vibration of a household. Right. And that can draw elemental energy in. So... It's not a big deal. It's totally easily gotten rid of just through a home cleansing, I would say. Um, but I would definitely cleanse the house. Mm-hmm. Think he should sage, or does he need to go that far? What would you? The most simple thing he can do, in case he, you know. I think that it's hard to say because I, without being in the house, I don't really know. For sure. Yeah. And I don't want to tell him something that's not going to help him um, or just improve things for a little bit and then things get worse. Right. Um, I would say to start, cleanse the house either with just your intention, you know, walk through the house and state, you know, this house is for light and love only. Um, Anything that is not of the divine white light has no place here in this home. Right. You can burn incense. I feel like sage is kind of getting to a point where it's very much so culturally appropriated, especially white sage. Um, So I would say go with anything that you're drawn to, either that being incense or even like a candle, tasking a candle to, you know, shine a light in a dark place. But our words hold power. So if, you know, you're serious about clearing out the house, then state that. Ask your own guides, your own guardians, 
to police the house, that no one of a lower vibration is allowed inside, and then you want to raise the vibration of the household in general. If you're watching scary stuff on TV pretty habitually, I would stop that. Um, you know, it take, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the words, I'm tripping over my words now, but kind of take stock of what you're watching, what you're listening to. Um, if there's a lot of activity ramping up at night, you could always turn the lights on in the house, play some nice music. Um, you know, it's basically you want to snuff uh, out the attention that you give this entity because yeah. it thrives on attention. Yes. So if you can do your very best to not give it attention, that'd be good. <laughs> Logan. Logan. <laughs> Well, these are the Go Share stories from this go round. Mm-hmm. They were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. You look tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you picking up on my energy? A little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Well. All right, y'all. Find well, us. Yes. Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Why'd you look over there? Because I feel somebody trying to push me out of my chair. Oh. <laughs> Like, I felt, like, rattling, like somebody trying to push me. Is it one of your guys saying, go home, Missy has the Rona? Uh, No. (laughs) They're like, she doesn't have the Rona. All right, bye, y'all. Bye.